You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna is here. I am stuck in traffic, and this is really not my usual way of recording a podcast, but I am thinking about you, so I thought I'd just push record and just talk to you. So anyway, things are well. I guess that there's more traffic these days, um, and I hope it kind of keeps keeps on going. Not with traffic, but (laughs) things doing well. Three jars teaching our kids how to be smart with our finances is what's on my mind. I know that a lot of you have heard of this concept about the three jars for saving, spending, and giving. So I wanted to chat with you a little bit about the framework for that, as well as really to continue the conversation around allowance and whether your family has that idea in mind in terms of giving the allowance and teaching your kids money lessons that way. So um, it isn't something that's required, at least in my mind, Um, you don't have to have an allowance for this to work. Um, Or you could, you could actually attach the the, uh, concept of allowance and further build on this with the three jars. So let's talk a little bit about what the three jars are, are, and then we can um, hopefully discuss some strategy of how you can make it work and set a structure around it. So three jars is a concept um, that allows you to start introducing these ideas around what do you do with the money once you have it, right? And the three areas that you want to start instilling in your children and as early as you can. So I'm actually, um, I haven't started it yet with Liam. He's two and a half. Um, but I uh, But I have noticed that in his classroom actually, at daycare, they do have um, some some of those uh, plastic cash registers with like a plastic coins and dollar bills. So I I think they're starting to whether you know at this point it's just just a toy, but they're starting to show them how that you know that whole concept of exchange of money works. Um, so I'm gonna probably build up on it in just a little bit of time. But I think if your kids are a little bit older, three plus, that's probably something that you can start doing. And also, I was agonizing about these jars because I pictured, you know, those can canning jars, and that's all you really need because all you, and it could be a plastic jar or it could be like a cardboard jar. There's a ton of them on Amazon. Don't don't get hung over on that. The idea is that you have the separation concept for for once they have a dollar in their hand, they can understand that it's going into three different directions, right? They can still enjoy that money, whether it's coming through an allowance and they worked for it, right? Or they've done chores, or it is something that they actually get. And I also do believe that in order to teach these concepts of money, they have to be able to get the money somehow. So whatever your family values, 
or whatever structure you want to follow is fine. Um, but but kind of do keep that in the back of your head because you can't just give them theory. You can't just show them pictures and and you know and and cartoons, for example, on t on on TV or on our iPad. You've got to give them the actual thing. So actual dollars and coins um, sync these concepts a lot more. So these jars, um, you can actually, and I'll link this in, in the show notes. I found um, a set of three jars for like 15 bucks. They're plastic. They have a little cap that screws on with the little slot where they can put the actual dollars. So start with those. I also will provide a resource for, for really fun and cute labels that talk about save, spend, and give. Um, so you can kind of switch them up if you want it. Um, and so kind of start with that. Um, I have a friend who, who does um, the whole, her, her whole business is educating parents how to, you know, teach money smart kids. Uh, I think it's money, Kids Money Academy, D from Kids Money Academy. Again, I'll link this up too. Um, those labels that she gives away for free are really, really fun. So that's what you start with. Now, again, going back to the basics of what are we trying to accomplish here with these labels, right? And with these jars and really the whole concept. You want your kids to start actually having practical experience about what do you do with the money once you have it, right? And I think once, you know, the kids and Liam is two and a half, so he's starting to gather the, the concepts around, all right, when we go to the store, we have to, you can't just take something off the shelf. He knows we have to pay for it. Um, so like once you have that dollar in your hand, what happens, right? What, what are the, some of the right ways for, for them to treat it? So I think that once you got the, the structure set up, it would be really good for you to sit down as a family and decide, like, how do you break down that dollar, right, um, that they get into this spend, give, and save structure? Um, are you going to put 10% into the savings jar? Are you going to put 10% into the give jar? Like, what is it that you're going to do as a family that it, it makes sense and gives them some guidance too, right? So don't overcomplicate it. It could be 20, 20, 60%, you know, what, whatever it is, agree on it. Because again, kids are, it is interesting to watch how, how with the, their teeny brains, right, are so moldable and you can, you can introduce these ideas right off, right off the bat. So that's number one. That's a, that's kind of initial steps. Then I want you to think about how are you going to stay on the top of it, right? Like what is going to be, when are they going to get the money? How much are you going to give them, right? Is it a weekly, um, you know, sum of money that they get? How much is it? You know, I've, I've heard this a lot and I think every family is different, but sometimes you can give them um, more than, you know, the usual rule of thumb. It's um, I've heard it's like a dollar per um, every year of their life. So like if you have a four-year-old, then they get $4 a week, right? And so that's what they have to work with. And then they, when they turn five, you give them $5 a week and it kind of goes from there. Teenagers, I think, um, get a little bit more, but I have a little ways uh, to go until Liam is a teenager, so we'll have to see <laughs> how that works. So how much are you going to give them? When are you going to give them? Again, just like with anything, think about your finances. This consistency that we're all really looking for is really important, right? Like we talk about this in our own personal adult finances, right? Staying on track with your expenses, checking things to make sure everything is aligned, right? Having some kind of automated structure. You want to introduce that 
same structure to your kids. So if they know they're getting their $4 allowance or um, you know paycheck or whatever you call it, right, on Sunday, that better happen every Sunday. Because you want you, the goal with this is for you to teach them those good money habits. And so if they happen on a consistent basis, that is what is going to give you the most success. So you're, you got your jars. You, you sat down as a family to figure out how you're going to allocate the funds, right? What are you going to focus on? What's most important? I know there's more layers, right? There's more layers to the spending. For example, um, one thing that I really loved reading about this this particular jar is you can allow for, 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 for spending like for things that are like fun and, you know, like in the splurge of the moment. Maybe I want that lollipop or something like now. And then also think about what's the long term um, idea for the save uh, for the spending, right? Maybe I want to buy something more expensive, like a new toy or the new video games game that comes out. So don't quite spend it right now. Um, same thing with the savings jar. Like, what are we saving for? This is this is all like those financial planning concepts that we go through with the grown-ups, right? And and that's what I get to talk to my clients all the time. Like, what are you trying to save money for? When are we going to save, uh, spend that money? And and also having the third jar for, you know, what are some of the good causes? What is what is it that you want your kids to be interested in? What are you interested in so you can show them? Show them. So I, I, I really love that that approach. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, we just overthink it. And so got your jars. We know what how we're going to divide the, 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 the actual money going in into those jars. We figure out how often we're going to get paid. And then from there on, it's really just more of, hey, let's have those ongoing conversations. We have money coming in on Sunday, then that's when we talk about and keep track of our progress. I also think this isn't more of my personal um, kind of a, a addition to this, but why not give them rewards? Why not over time, right? If, if they're making really great, great progress, because that's, that's what happens in real life. If you've, if you've followed the structure, right, you see the success, give them extra rewards. I mean, you know, granted their, the money in their jars aren't multiplying or compounding, right? Just like they would in the real world, world. but that's what the responsibility of parents are. So I want you to to think about being a little more creative with the with the reward structure. I like the fact that you can match funds, right? But that, that might be for you know this concept might be for for kids who are just a little bit older where they understand, right? Like if you save a dollar, mommy and daddy are going to save a dollar too, right? Or you can get grandparents involved and 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 so forth. Because at some point, and we talked about this in earlier episodes, when when you really want to start to introduce real concepts like okay, if you have an investment account and you want your kids to start getting involved. I talked about uh, Liam's um, UTMA account, UTMA actually slash UGMA. At some point, that's going to be his. And so decisions to make about, you know, how investments work and and what to to pick in terms of investments and how much more to add really comes from, from these resources. So that's all I've got for you today, my friends. I'm still stuck in traffic. Um, it is definitely not looking good, but I'm glad I was able to hop on and chat with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. Also, also always happy and appreciate if you give us a review. So go to iTunes and leave a review. Until next time, remember you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, 
then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.